Welcome to the 15-Minute Client Podcast, the show for coaches and experts who want consistent, high-paying clients. It's for those coaches and experts who are tired of the complex automations. They're tired of the hair-raising tech. They're tired of the convoluted funnels. They just want simplicity. If that's you, the 15-Minute Client Podcast is for you. Hey, this is Luke Charlie here, and welcome back to the 15 Minute Client Podcast. Very excited to have you here on this beautiful Friday morning. In today's podcast, I want to talk about why you should fire staff fast if they are not performing. So, over the last year or so, I've had the privilege of hiring different people, you know, for my own agency and for this new coaching business that I've that I'm running with my business partner that helps women in finance, another coaching business. And I've learned a lot in terms of hiring and now also firing staff. And one of the, I want to talk about kind of one of the mistakes that I made in the beginning that I definitely won't be make, making going forward. I talk about one staff member that I should, should have gotten rid of. I let them stay in the business too long. And another one that I've just gotten rid of yesterday, and she's only been working with us two weeks. So I can explain kind of like what happened because they're both very, very similar stories. So one of the really interesting things that you'll notice when you hire staff is their how they approach the job is really interesting because you each person will do it very varying degrees of like communication with you varying degrees of of effort varying degrees again I'm not even you know, I don't I don't really care about if someone is underskilled I'm I'm can easily skill them up if they've got the right motivation like if they if they want to learn and I've always said this like if if and I've said this to them when I when I hire them. Hey, we don't we're not really hiring for skill. But you know, we we can train you up in whatever you know. If you're a setter or a closer or whatever it is, you're one of our our coaches. We can train you up. The the skilling up part is not the hard thing. It's it's more just like, do you have the right attitude? If you've got the right attitude, then you can go as far as you want. And that's really most of life, right? And we kind of communicate that right from the beginning. It's less about skill and more about attitude. We're not hiring for skill. We train you up on skill. And it's interesting to see when a new staff member comes on, like some will, like, cause we use Slack as our main form of communication. Some will, like you'll, you'll send a message on Slack or even an email, so whether it's Slack or email, and you'll get some people replying, you know, within an hour on average, and then some will take maybe a day, and then some will take like, you know, three or four days or longer to to get back to you, whether it's on Slack or, you know, or on, um, or via email. So some just have just their natural inclination to communicate is very quick or very delayed. And same with like giving them feedback. Some people you'll give feedback to and they're like, they take it on board and they, they, they write down notes and they'll, they'll implement it. Again, I don't really care if, again, I, I understand for me, it's like, you know, if you tell someone, Hey, don't, this is how you want to approach this part of the sales call. Or here's how you want to do this. If they don't get it right away, that's okay. What I want to see is, are they kind of writing down notes and like trying to improve and then slowly improving? As long as they're slowly improving, I'm, I'm happy. But some, but then other people like you'll give back coaching and then they'll give you excuses. Oh, well, that person didn't close because they, you know, they got sticker shock or whatever the, the lame excuse was, right? So some people have a lot of excuses when you give them feedback. Some people will take it on board and go, yep, I'll try and do that next time or I'll do it next time. So it's just like, again, it's, it's really interesting to see the, the different attitudes. And so what I've, what the big mistake that I did when, oh, let me just give some context. What's really important for me running an online coaching business, and if you don't have staff or maybe just a VA, you'll you'll understand this once you start bringing on setters and closers and coaches that work under you, is that as an online coaching business, you need to be able to communicate with your staff, right? Really, really critical. So that's why we use Slack for my team. 
And if I am where, if I need to get a response from that particular closer or setter, I expect that to come within that days. Like, so I tell my, my team, Hey, can you please check your Slack month, you know, in the, in the morning, midday and in the afternoon, I'm not expecting you to be tied to your phone or anything like that. But as an online co- you know, business that, you know, when we have people coming through and wanting to sign up to the program, or if they're new customers, sometimes they get stuck and they can't log in and, and that can lead to refunds. So we want to be pretty responsive to people that are trying to sign up or people that are already in the program. So we may need to contact you as an online business. And a lot of these in my team, they also have other, other part-time jobs. And I understand that that's cool. I'm not expecting you to be tied to your phone if you're working at another job or whatever, but I do expect you to be, you know, checking it regularly throughout the day so you can respond to our our communication in Slack, right? Which is fair enough because we need, as I said, we're running an online coaching business. It, it runs off that communication between the team. And so I communicate that right from the beginning. Everyone that comes into the team, I that's what I communicate. You need to be communicating with us. Is That's like one of the expectations, right? And so even with that level of communication, like even with that expectation set, and right, you'll have expectations that you give to your staff when they come on board. And it's really, really important, very, very critical that you set them right from the beginning. It's very, very hard to retroactively set set expectations. Like if people are used to a certain way, I mean, that's why there's this whole change management thing in, in big corporations. Like they're big, they literally bring, you know, consultants in or they have like a whole section of the company called change management. We had it like when I used to work for the government because staff are so used to a certain system or a certain process, a certain way of doing things that to bring them a new, hey, we're not doing this and we're going to do this way. There's so much pushback because, we, you know, we humans don't like change. So you, what you want to do, you want to set those expectations right from the beginning because it's very hard as it to retroactively. So anyway, when so, when you bring a new staff member on board, whether it's a VA, whether there's a setter or a closer or a coach under you, whoever it is, set those expectations and be very clear. Now, here's what I, where I went wrong is I set those expectations at the beginning for a previous staff member and she was had a very extreme lack of communication. Like it literally would take five to seven days just to hear something back from her. And when you're trying to set up a funnel or whatever for, for clients, it really broke down the experience that the client was was having. And so I had multiple talks with her over over a 12-month period, and it would get better for maybe like a couple of days, and then it would go back to the way it was. And so and, and so anyway, not working with her anymore. But the this I hired a, a new staff member recently, only two weeks ago, came on board, got all trained up for the for this setting role. And she, very similar to the previous staff member that I, t- you know, took me a whole year to get rid of her, very similar was the lack of response, even though I'd set the expectations like, hey, we need you in Slack. Hey, we need you to, you know, if I send you a, hey, here's how a training for you to do, because I do call, their, I review their calls, I review their set of calls to give them trainings. I'm going to send you this message in Slack. Here's my latest call review for you. Can you just acknowledge that you've received it and let me know once you've, you know, kind of finished watching it. So I know you've seen it. Very important that we do these updates and you, you're constantly getting trained up and then I just get no response. And yeah, for days and, and, and bringing that up and then still no response. And so after two weeks of this, I have learned my lesson knowing that if after a few weeks, you know, you've set those expectations and you've been very clear, like, hey, this is what I expect. This is what we need from you. 
And they're at the beginning, of, you know, they've said, yes, I can do that. I can be in Slack or I can, whatever the expectation is. If they've said, and obviously you want to do this before they sign up, right? So they know what they're getting into. This is what we expect. This is what the, exactly what the role entails. You need to be on checking Slack morning, up, midday, afternoon. You need to be doing this. This is your working hours. Are you okay with that? Yes, I am. So that's all sped out in the beginning. It's very, very clear. If they then don't meet those expectations, here's my learning point. It's like from those personalities I was going back to, like some people, they just don't communicate very well and they're very delayed or some people, they don't take notes and they're not very motivated. If you start seeing those red flags early on, it's it's a pretty good sign that that's the, that person's personality, especially if you set expectations from the beginning, very, very important. And things will most likely not change. And that's what I've learned with working with a bunch of staff, right? People are kind of like, they have their own personality, they have their own way of learning, their own way of doing things, their own levels of motivation. If in the beginning, you're already seeing red flags of them not meeting those expectations after even just a, you know, a couple of weeks, it's very unlikely that it's going to change. Because here's why. You've already, let's give you an example of the Slack, right? If in the very first week, you tell them, hey, I need you to be on Slack, and you need to be watching these trainings, and from kind of from the beginning, they aren't on Slack, they aren't responsive. It's very, for me to go back to that person and go, hey, remember, here's the expectations. I shouldn't have to do that two to three weeks into someone's employment, even like three or four months in it. It should be, it's very clear from the beginning, you need to be responsive. And so what happened was I booked an appointment uh, yeah, with this staff member to basically say, hey, here's the expectations. But I thought, you know what, I'm just going to get rid of her because she's shown so many red flags in just two weeks, not being responsive, not watching the trainings. She missed set of calls last Sunday. She just didn't show up. And I said, hey, uh, we had a bunch of people, prospects messages saying they were waiting for a phone call from us. And each of these prospects were had been booked in your calendar. What happened there? And she said, oh, yeah, sorry, I was really sick on Sunday. Okay, why didn't you tell us in the morning so we could take those calls over for you? Just stuff, stuff like that, big red flags. And so I, I booked an appointment saying, hey, let's you know, have a chat to get this sorted. And I thought, you know what, too many red flags. I'm just going to get rid of it because I, I know from, from past experience that this is not going to change. And, it, and it's, it's amazing to see because I brought her on a, on a new setter this week to replace her. And just right from the get-go, Right from the get-go, I send an email. Within an hour or so, she responds. She's in Slack going, hey, Luke, yeah, I watched the trainings. I also went through these call reviews. Like she's doing things that I didn't even ask her to do. And she's telling, she's responsive. And she sent me a message saying, hey, Luke, you mentioned that Jaya was going to get me set up with the, the phone system and, and all this stuff today. I, I haven't heard from her. So she's actually reaching out to me. She's being proactive saying like, you know, she's saying, is that going to happen today? Is it tomorrow? Just just checking in, just, just wondering because I haven't heard from her. And I said, oh, thanks, um... Her name, yeah, Jai's a bit flat out today, but she should have it done by the end of the day. And to the point is, two different personal, like two different personalities. So what I endeavor to do going forward is if I see these red flags from the beginning is to fire them two to three week period or, you know, fire them when they come up because it's very unlikely that they will change. And then just hire people who do have that that proactiveness, who are communicative, who are meeting those expectations, right? And one of the things that I'm also going to be looking more for when hiring, and I because I was kind of new to hiring, but I, I looking back on all the interviews that I've done over the last year, I and I, I went back and looked at my notes because each time I do an interview with someone, I write like what was their positives and what did they need help work working on and stuff. Because we I do for a hire someone, we do role plays. We do kind of like hey, let's do a fifteen minute role play in terms of a setting call, for example, or whatever closing call. And one of the things that I noticed in my notes is things like, hey, this person was really well prepared. This person was not well prepared or whatever it was, right? And the the well prepared ones, 
I, you know, I thought that was important, but I didn't realize like looking back, I actually think people who are really well prepared for their interviews, I am going to weight that even more so going forward because that for me signals, oh, they're at a higher level of proactiveness, right? And some people that I interviewed, they just didn't even, like their job was to, hey, I need, before we do this role play, I need you to go over this script. I need to know this. And it's not a long script. It's like a five minute script or something. And so some just didn't do any, some just like got on the phone and they, they were literally reading. I could see them on the Zoom call, like reading the script. So they didn't practice it at all. And some kind of had it down pat and I could just tell that they were more, so they'd been proactive. The point is, so things like that. And as you interview people and, and hire them and fire them, you, you'll get better. But I wanted to communicate this lesson to you on why you should fire higher fast and fire fast if need be, because those red flags, if they start popping up, particularly in the beginning stages, after you've set expectations, it's it's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. You shouldn't have to continually go back to tell people and, you know, hey, I we spoke about this last meeting, you know, you did it for, for like a week and then you stopped. You shouldn't have to go, what's going on here? At the, at the end of the day, it shows their level of commitment. I think that's really at the end of the day. If they are just not implementing what you've asked, it shows their lack of commitment. It, it's kind of like, it's kind of, it's kind of like dating, right? If you, like if, if you're a guy and you're interested in a girl and she is not responding to you and she's making up excuses like, oh yeah, I've been busy or hey, sorry, you know, yeah, work's been busy or I've just been out or hey, or you, or you try to sell, set dates with her, right? And she, and she says, oh no, sorry, you know, I'm, I can't do anything that day. I'm meeting up with a friend or whatever, whatever the lame excuse is. Most often, like if, if she keeps dodging or just not replying or being very, like real lack of response, right? What that showing, what's that, what that is really showing is that she's not interested because if a girl is interested, she, she replies, she, she, she wants to meet up with you. She will cancel her friend. She will. And I've experienced this in the, in the past. I'm sure many guys listening to this have experienced that as well. So the point is if, if a woman is not responsive or she's making excuses, 99.99% of the time is just because she's just not that motivated to, to, to meet you. She's just not that interested. She's just not that into you, right? And it's the same with this, you know, with, with hiring staff. If they're not following your lead and not doing what you say, then like what's their level of commitment at? If you, they just simply can't check Slack a few times a day to keep the job that they said that they're apparently, you know, really wants to do it, it actually shows like, you know, the actions speak louder than words thing, right? It actually doesn't, they don't really care that much about the role if they're not responsive or they're not meeting those expectations that you laid out. And that's why it's like, you know, at that stage, actions speak louder than words. They're really not that interested, even though they, they proclaim that they are, I'm going to look at what they're doing, not what they're saying. Right. And, and that's, that's our fault, right? As, as the leaders of the, where they tell us, yeah, yeah, I'll change or blah, 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 blah. And then they keep doing the same thing. We need to take responsibility and go, okay, I'm going to look at what they're doing and not what they're saying. And what I've learned is I need to do that a lot faster. I need to get rid of people a lot faster because if, if their level of motivation you know, is like that at the beginning, it's not going to go up. It's only going to go down over time. Generally, people are most motivated right at the beginning of a role. It's when they're most excited, everything's new, et cetera. So if you're already seeing red flags towards the beginning, it's really, really not a good sign. Okay, so hopefully you got some value from this. If you are not subscribed to this podcast just go to the 15 minute climb podcast no that's not it just yeah look up the 15 minute climb podcast in itunes and spotify and uh, i'll be sure to send you some more episodes speak soon cheers